The Blood Olympus, Chapter 33, Leo. Typical. Just as Leo finished his modifications, a big storm goddess came along and smacked the Gramas right out of his shoes. Hi, I'm Ava. I'm Neve. And I'm Brayden. And this is Return to Camp Half-Blood, the English class that you always wanted. Where we analyze the Percy Jackson and Heroes of Olympus books through a new theme every week. I was in character. It was the perfect I know, it sounded like, so right. Thank you. I Damn. used to be an actor. I retired. Yeah, I was too good. Retire. Please. You got too many Tonys. Like, too you many Tonys, too many awards. Call, you started having to call them Anthony. Yeah, what, once the, I started getting <laughs> offers and not auditions, I was like, this is this too is far. I, yeah. <laughs> I was like, the offers ba- from the local... Chicopee community. <laughs> now you doxing me. My nope. hometown in which I don't live currently. Yeah, <laughs> that is true, but bleep it out. <laughs> no, it's fine. No, Local bleep it out anyways. Community. Anyway. It is a city. Like, it's not telling that them. That is like, true. Um, <laughs> Ava, Neve, how are we? I just, uh, it's, I thought the February slump was real. Bitch, I wasn't ready for the March slump. Um, no, nah, March is the worst month. I stand by No, it. March sucks. Hot potato. What? I, I don't know. And see, that's an example. Oh, boy. Guys, I'm tired. And I'm getting burnt out, too. And I just want to sleep all the time. Um, and that's how I'm doing. But we get spring break soon, which is super exciting because... First is the stressful part, where we have to do a showcase in New York for, like, people in the industry, which is insane. But then, we all get to go on vacation together, which is going to be super fun. Um, yeah. 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 So, I'm looking forward. Neem? I'm good. Um, I have a lot of, like, it's very odd, because I have, like, three big, like, final senior year spring like things that were happening to this semester and one of them's already happened and now the next one's about to happen and then in april the next one happens and then what am i supposed to do with the rest of my time Um, there's not that much time after that girl it's so weird um but i'm really really excited for uh i'm excited for showcase i'm honestly the part that excites me most about it is the master classes we're doing and not even the like performing in front of the agents like 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 show that we're yeah, technically doing. It'll be fun. Um, and then uh, I'm really excited for vacation. Me too. It's I, I'm feeling like very more a much a lot more relaxed about it because we have a lot of the planning details worked out, mm-hmm. which makes this week like really easy, so much easier because now I get to just like focus on finishing up the stuff before we leave. You know, yeah. like midterm work and. Um, all the preparations for showcase, which I think if we had not worked out the details for vacation before this week, I probably would have collapsed in on myself. So me too. But I'm excited. But I'm also just like I'm worried that like I'm gonna get t- like vacation is gonna make me tired. You know what I mean? Yeah, I we That's were talking about that earlier today, where we're like we have to balance doing things and we should do things because we're traveling and we yeah. want to do things, but also. We should do nothing at the beach. I love to do nothing but be in a different place than yeah, my home. Me too. You know. Man. Yeah. <clears throat> and you know, we'll do, we'll be doing a lot of traveling on Tuesday, so Wednesday will probably be a good. Yeah. Oh, also, sorry, it's a technicality. I have to be back by nine p.m. on Sunday. Just saying. 
Oh. We'll probably make that's it. A, that's a off. Uh, I know, I like, know. But, you know. Planning our vacation. On, <laughs> on the podcast. I wasn't going to remember it otherwise. Um, all right. How are you? <laughs> I, I'm all right. Um, I am very tired of people being bad at their jobs and oh, people uh-huh. expecting... Literally. Um, accommodations for their stupidity. Like... If you don't plan something and then are like, it's a conflict, well, Uh I'm not going to bend around your ineptitude because I planned something correctly in advance and then you waited to the last minute. Um, That was very vague, but I just like, kind of a general problem recently is like, people don't think out what they have to do. And I would love for people to start being smart, um, being considerate, being kind, uh, lead with kindness. That's all I'm asking. You know... (laughs) We've had a strange weekend. (laughs) Um, but other than that, I'm doing all right. Doing all right. Excited for a vacation. I need a, I need a bit of a time to not do work. Mm -hmm. I've been really stressed about the projects I'm working on, um, and I need a time just not to think about anything Mm -hmm. (laughs) at all, but vacation. Um, yeah. Welcome back to Return to Camp Half-Blood. This week we're discussing The Blood of Olympus, chapters 33 through 36, through the theme of Dyad. Word. Um... If I remember correctly, yeah. Ava has to tell us what happened this week. I do. I don't envy you because these were some honking chapters. Please! Honking. They were. They're pretty honking. All right. And if you're ready and if you're prepared and I've given you enough go. Yeah, I kind of figured that was going to happen. So um, this is all about Leo and Leo's like, oh man. Um, and so... They see Artemis and Apollo, um, my, my dad and my aunt, and Apollo's a little jackass, and it's kind of funny. And um, then he's basically like, you know what you have to do. And they was like, okay. And then they go find the only person, one of Apollo's kids, who's like ever brought someone back from the dead. And they get a potion from him. But before that, they almost like die from like a serpent lady. But then um, Leo, go, Leo turns them all on idiot mode. And then Piper Charm speaks. And um, the guy who's just like a nice doctor... Um, like, they always, they thought he was gonna, like, be a, a huge, like, bitch or something, but he wasn't, and he gave them, like, the potion, and Leo is being, like, super sus, because he's like, you're unwell, and didn't elaborate. Slay. Pretty good. Yeah? Yeah, this actually went a lot better than I thought it would. Um, can you think of anything important that she missed? I cannot. I cannot. No, Those were, like, was that was, like, the plot. There was a lot yeah. of, like, details, but yeah. we'll get into them. Yeah. Um... What songs did we bring? Oh, man. Um, Ava seems really excited about hers, so yeah. I'm interested to see what's about to happen. Oh, yeah, okay. So, I believe that I'm probably talking to the right audience here, in the sense of, like, I think our listeners probably overlap with the people who know this song and know why it's so precious and special to people of our generation. I could not tell you what... Is about, about to come, to come out, out of her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. I do it on purpose. Um, so, there are some movies that I think every American early 20s or teenager has seen. Okay? 
Um, a few of those being movies about animated rodents. I'm not talking about Ratatouille. I'm talking oh, I'm... What? I'm talking about Alvin and the Chipmunks. Oh, I thought you were going to say Flushed Away. I mean that too. But, um... Lots of movies about animated rodents. Rodents, yeah. Um... Over the Hedge. Uh, yeah, there are rodents there. Um... I... Yeah, I'm talking Alvin and the Chipmunks. I'm talking Witch Doctor... From Alvin oh, and you the fucking Chipmunks. worked it in, didn't you? Yes, oh I my did. god. Yes, I did. You might have already done that. I, <laughs> it feels like it. Ooh. Yeah, no, um, ever since winter break, when one of my lovely friends from home was telling me about how um, Witch Doctor is a bit between her and her roommates, I decided to bring it back to mine and annoy them with it until the cows come home. And um, that I have done successfully. And I continue to. Uh, Discuss it at any point I can. I've told the witch doctor. Ava? Yep. Witch doctor is already on this playlist. I knew it. I fucking <laughs> knew that it was already there. Um. <laughs> well. Then I'll think of another one. <laughs> Y'all go. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> um. Because you, you probably fit it in with witch the last time? Yeah, instead of doctor. Oh, this time it was doctor. Wait, how's um, my hair look right now? I have chosen, this is a bit on the nose, anti-hero. Oh my god. Um, About Apollo. Mm. I like, love him. Yeah. My father. He is the problem. It's him. Yeah, and yeah. he knows it too. <laughs> that no more, no more need explaining. <laughs> no more need explaining. <laughs> Anyways, my song. Um, I... Oh. Keep uh, talking. No, I feel pretty confident about this one. I'm gonna pick Homesick by Noah Khan. Oh, that's um, sad. Bruh. No, it's about being, um, sick of where you're from. <laughs> yeah, that's still sad, though. Oh, yes, it is sad, but it's not sad in the, like, missing something. No, oh, no, 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 no. Um, no, I know And that's why music, I thought it's just a sad it. song. Good song though. Love it that is album. Good. It just makes me sad to think about it. Um, you can add Witch Doctor to the playlist again if you really want. I do, but <laughs> it <laughs> seems that you all don't want me to. No, no, it's okay. We can have Witch Doctor on there twice. Okay, like put it need. on there. Yeah, because my other option. I hope no one ever just listens to this playlist and then has a double the chance do. of listening to Witch Doctor. I, I kind of do. also hope they do because then they're getting blessed. They're going to church twice. Um. Anyway, my other candidate was Mastermind, but you already put Antihero on there. So. Um. What were our favorite parts of these chapters? I love the weird doctor. It was fun. Yeah. I also liked seeing my godly parent. He was awful, and I hate him, but I also saw a lot of myself and how he was acting in terms of, like, my bad days. It was it was very, like, yeah, he fucked up, but, like, in a really relatable way. Yeah. When yeah. it, like, guys, I think I did something bad. <laughs> and I, I know it. Yeah. And I don't know what to do. <laughs> like... <laughs> Guys, I think guys may have screwed this one up. <laughs> um, yeah. I was like, ooh, you did fuck up. Mm-hmm. But also, you don't deserve the, like, 
the punishment doesn't fit the crime. Right. Like, he, there's a, like, slightly fucking up, which, honestly, he did, but also, it went real bad, but... The problem is Octavian was gonna be a little shit no matter what. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. It's like, he was always gonna be the worst. Like, whether or not he talked to Octavian, Octavian was gonna say Apollo told him that anyway. You yeah. know, like... Yeah. Octavian just sucks on principle. And, like, Apollo can't be fully responsible for that. Yeah. Octavian... Uh, it is, like, crazy how we've watched Octavian go from, like, annoying little... Bug to like full evil like fascist dictator fascist dictator vibes yeah but also I, I remember when I was reading these I was like yeah Apollo though you're a immortal being there's just certain like amount of experience that you have as a as a consciousness that if you've existed for thousands and thousands of years how how you mess up at this point yeah it is like <laughs> Dude, you should know better. You did this with Troy. Truth. Yeah. But that's why they like, you know, obviously these are all allegories and things, but like it's just. Well, was he right with Troy? I don't know. I don't know if we're pro Greek or pro Trojan. It was just kind of all bad. I'm a sad when uh, Patroclus died. And I th- and Apollo killed him. So, who did you just say? Patroclus. Oh, I thought you said Pop Tropicalus. Oh. <laughs> and I was My like, favorite and I was video like, game now, from the 2000s. Now who the hell? <laughs> no, but I agree with that. And I, yeah, that's kind of my thing about like the Trojan War. I have a lot of feelings, um, but like I'm low key team Troy, but only because they lost. Yeah, it, it's All a I- weird thing of like. My bitch Hecuba, like... They stole a woman, but they also got a lot of people to chase after the woman. You know, like, it was, like, very, very complicated in that all bad. But that just kind of reminded me (laughs) of a TikTok I recently saw, where it was, like, how ancient Greeks would approach the word motorcycle. Yeah. And (laughs) and they're, like, they would pronounce it motisicles. (laughs) Motisically. <laughs> That's right. Motisically. Motisically. Pop Tropicalist. Pop Tropicalist. Ugh. Love Pop Tropica. Me too, man. Oh, God. I was never a Pop Tropica girl. You were never a Pop Tropica girl? You were a club hang girl. Oh. Yeah, but you. Oh, my God. Pop Tropica no, was, I was like, You could do both. I know, yeah, I did. but I spent all my time on my Club Penguin account. Of course you did. Did you I play put everything into did that? You, you probably didn't actually, and you probably did. Animal Jam. Oh, briefly, you liked Animal Jam. Oh, yes, I did. You know, actually, did it, this is so off topic. Did any of the rest of your schools have, like, I'm talking, like, second, third grade. It was, like, Do a I math know what you're gonna game. S- oh, no. It was like it was like a nationally distributed CD-ROM video game that you would like play to win prizes in. But you, the game was like math, and it was in like the jungle. Me and my sister have like vivid recollections. That's given like the math <laughs> meme. Like I, yeah. there's a lot of a lot of connections there. Do you guys remember? Um, I'm gonna. Kind of- 
try and Google the name of it. And maybe maybe any podcast listeners remember. It was called, like, it was a pun on math. In, the same, in the same vein, though, I just have such a vivid memory of, like, going to the computer lab and, like, when we, like, finished what we were doing. This was, like, literally in elementary school. Like, when we were finished what we were doing, did y'all have the game, like, loaded on all the computers, Marble Blast? No. Oh, yes. Yes. No, it's a pinball game. Kind of. Fuck. Kind of. No, then I'm not thinking of what you're thinking. There was a pinball game on uh, Windows, Windows PCs, when before laptops, like desktop yeah. computers. Oh, yeah. it was all the always, pinball game that all, was... Always desktop it was computer. Pin, pinball, Minesweeper, and Solitaire were on every... Yeah. Like this shit, Marvel Windows Blast. game. No? Oh, no. no. Oh, my God. It was so formative. I just remember a lot of cool math for kids. Oh, yeah. Of um, course. But also, like, Pop Tropica was, like, considered an educational game. Like, once... You, like, that was, like, once you finished whatever the... Like, the typing assignment, you know? Like, whatever you were doing in computer lab, then you were you could play Pop Tropica or Cool Math for Kids. Yeah. Pop Tropica got, got banned eventually, but, like, it was early in its stages considered more of an educational game. Yeah. Or at least an appropriate game. What are their Moshi Monsters anyone? That was is that the one where they sing? No, that's my singing monsters. Oh, I should have been able to figure that one out myself. Mathathon. No. No. Wait, the game show was me. called Mathathon. Show me like pictures. And it was a charity game for St. Jude's Children's Hospital. No, but y'all and this, Free and rice? This, free rice. Free rice. This fucker was on the front, and it looks like oh, this, yeah, and no my school would buy copies, and we could get little prizes if we won, and it was like, the school would buy them, and it would be for the St. Jude's charity. Yeah, I don't know what that is. No, I don't know what that is, but I do remember just games oh, on, my God. on uh, the CD-ROM games in general. Yeah. Y'all ever have Putt-Putt? No. The little, the little yeah. golf cart? Did y'all ever, sorry, this is taking a sharp left, but like, did you guys ever have like DS's? Yes. Oh, okay. Of course. Okay. Figured. But um, DSIXL. Oh. Okay. Well, I had a DS Lite, so check your print. No, I'm kidding. Um, but Boy, did you guys? Like rich. Did you guys ever have um, the Professor Layton game? Professor yes, Layton and the Curious Village. Professor Layton. Yeah. But also those. I kind of also hated those games. In that no, Professor Layton wasn't a uh, like. That wasn't one where you just like search the picture, right? Was no, it? Professor no, there Layton were there were more, more more puzzles. It was a puzzle game. Yeah, it was a puzzle game. Yeah, no, there was. There's also one that was kind of like that that tricked me. School. That was like any like find like look through the image and find mm-hmm. the like specific That's things. Just I spy. I spy. Like there were a couple DS games that were just I spy, yeah. and I was like, this is awful. Did y'all have Scribble Nuts? Of course, I had Scribble Nuts. I'm not a heathen. And Super <laughs> Scribble Nuts too. Yeah, of mm. course. Let's take a break and then we'll be back to talk about the theme of dyad. (laughs) When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right. Where do we see the theme of dyad? A quick definition for those who might not know. A dyad is like a pair, but like a contrasting pair. And unlike how I thought... Nope, that's not grammar. And unlike what I thought, um, dyad is not spelled D-I-A-D. It is spelled D-Y-A-D. Thank you. <laughs> I I will also read the, like... It basically just means pair, but is often used as, like, a contrasting combination of pair. Like... Yeah. Like two individuals, such as a husband or and wife, maintaining a sociologically significant relationship. Sorry, you sorry, you just really. You said really like one of our professors wife. here. Wife. wife. <laughs> <laughs> and even I just both like mouthed it too. Um. So, wh- where do we see dyad uh, play out in these chapters? Beyond, well, we'll okay. Like always, we'll start with the obvious: Artemis and Apollo. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's so funny. I wasn't even thinking of them. I was thinking about the doctor and the woman. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I can't remember their names. And also... Uh, the it's, doctor um, and the woman. Aeschylus. <laughs> nope, that's an author. That's a Greek philosopher. Fuck. <laughs> he wrote Agamemnon. Aeschylus. Sometimes I look at names in this book of, and I'm like, blank. Like, I just, it, <laughs> is, it is like, I just like... Asclepius. 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 Now that we're done that path, I guess, what is the, it, this book trying to say about the contrast between hygiene and medicine? Oh my God. <laughs> because they are presented as oppositional. And I don't know what that means. I don't know if he does that on purpose, TBH. It is. It's, I think it's just like, I don't know. I think, what is this? How do I phrase this? Because medicine is like, to our understanding, very clean. I guess in a modern sense, like, medicine and hygiene are very tied together, but I think in maybe a more older sense in which, like, medicine in, like, ancient Greek times, there were a lot... Was just, like... Was just, like... Water? Yeah. (laughs) No, but, like, drink some wine, and I'm gonna cut you open with a rusty blade. Like, you just, like... Yeah. Humans have learned medicine over time, and it is... And hygiene has become a very important part of that, in which, like, in a... If you are to make a, like, modern pantheon of the Western world, you wouldn't have gods of hygiene and medicine separate, I don't think. Yeah. But yeah. cleanliness 
and like physical cleanliness, I guess that is what like hygiene is, like cleanliness of the person is kind of separate from health. Yeah. Cuz you I guess the, I guess that's still yeah, I mean, it, it's also tough to define this, like, if we're defining this on our current standards of hygiene, and I guess also current standards of health, but more like, like, the the standards of hygiene back then were incredibly different, so. I mean, like, if you were to make a god of medicine these days, it would be a triple goddess, and it would be hygiene, medicine, and insurance. Truth. Truth. Humans really had everything, and we made health insurance. Yeah. Yeah, God. They even talk about it in the book. Yeah. She's like, where's your insurance? And they're like, I don't think we have our insurance cards with us. We are 16 and don't have parents. Yeah. (laughs) We're, like, kind of off the grid. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, honestly, work. And (laughs) I did like the joke where... The snakes there, and they're like, I don't think being cleansed is covered in our insurance plan. And she's like, Oh, no, it is. Um, but Artemis and Apollo, obviously, they're clearly represented as a dyad in like the traditional mythological sense, like they're the sun and the moon. But like, I'm interested in the way that their personalities are depicted, um, and how as twins of separate gender, they're, like, throughout time have represented aspects of, like, masculinity and femininity in a specific way, and also an overlap. That was just, like, a bullet list of notes that I wanted to talk about. What makes sense to other people out of that? I, I've always liked the... Sorry. I've always liked the, like, contrast of masculine, typically, as we understand today, masculine and feminine things that are, like, kind of mixed between the two portrayals of these people that we see in these books. Just, like, I feel like the Hunters of Artemis and Artemis herself display a much more traditionally understood masculine like tough warrior like vibe Mm -hmm. um and that's always been like an interesting and and apollo is a lot more in touch with his feelings yeah (laughs) Um, to put it in the most easy way possible and that's always but like i've always had an issue sort of that apollo is kind of a joke sometimes because of that yeah Yeah. and it's like that is a traditionally understood feminine quality and like it's haha funny because it's apollo a like man doing it yeah so yeah and i think i think rick falls into that trap a lot too it is a really interesting contrast because like you say like artemis embodies a lot of traditionally masculine things like traditionally quote-unquote masculine things and apollo quote-unquote traditionally feminine things but they're the ways that they're approached are still gendered in the way that they manifest gender i guess is the best word because they're gods and they don't really have gender but it's still like they're like 
even Artemis, as she's, like, very respected, is also, like, like, people are, like, she's cold and mean, and she, and it's, like, Mm -hmm. somehow in both portrayals of these gods, femininity is getting attacked on all sides. Yeah. Like, like, the form of femininity that Artemis has is getting attacked for being too cold, and she's not, like... She she's too like too violent or whatever, and then the kind of femininity that Apollo portrays is like seen as ridiculous. So it's like somehow getting somehow catching strays on all sides. It's very twenty fourteen. Yeah, in where like suddenly we really try to reverse gender roles so that they're both progressive, but at the same time it's kind of reductive. Yeah, in the way like you have like the like tough girl it's like very Katniss mm-hmm. the, I the really tough, tough Katniss. girl who doesn't care about anything and she's a hunter and she's a fighter um and she doesn't care about her appearance and then you have like Peta who's like a soft boy yeah who like he's a baker and he likes to yeah. paint and he really likes sunsets and he, and he just wants to love um, <laughs> yeah. and then in a way of like but they're both ridiculed because one is rejecting femininity and one is embracing femininity, but it's the wrong people. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah. like, if if the roles were switched and all of a sudden the, like, like Katniss or Artemis took on the persona of their counterpart, it would still be ridiculed. So it's yeah. like, it's always catching it. <laughs> yeah. Always catching a problem. And it's like, it's just very... I'm interested to see how it ex- it's explored in Trials of Apollo, for yeah. sure, because yeah. none of us have ever read that, yeah. so I'm interested to see that dove into. Um, yeah, I guess that was the whole, <laughs> that, that was the whole thought. Yeah. Yeah. Other places we see the theme of dyad. I don't know. I feel like with charm speak, there's always like an inherent like form of dyad in there because it's like oh, it like I feel like the way it's used is usually like oh, fierce, like whatever, like never gonna bend in my opinion. And then Piper's like, hey, and then they're like, oh, and suddenly I will do everything for you. You know, I don't know. I it think- is like the creation of an artificial sociological relationship. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, that binary right there is, like, it speaks to Piper's power. I mean, clearly, but I don't know. I also thought it was funny how it was exhibited through the snakes. <laughs> it was, like, snake <laughs> with yellow eyes, live python around his neck, and then it just fell asleep. Like... <laughs> yeah. Um, my other thought is it's the lack of pair for Leo. It's really prevalent say, in these chapters. I was gonna say, is it like ridiculous to be like Leo might just go live a couple times? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, like, I think the noticeable thing is that like Leo mentions Calypso, but foundationally in the seven he is alone. Yeah, like they all have pairs that are like very traditional like relationships and like very heterosexual like male female relationships um, in a very understood dyadic way of like we have a lot of social norms around heterosexual relationships. And so it's very easy to understand 
Jason and Piper, Percy and Annabeth, Frank and Hazel, because we have a foundational context that we've built how we view them upon. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But then Leo operates in this kind of separate context and reference point of, like, the the bachelor archetype um in that like he flirts with people and he has romantic interest and like we're seeing calypso now arise as more of like a steady romantic interest but he is foundationally alone and we have to see him individually and whereas the text asks us to see the our other main characters much more as a pair even right now like reina and nico yeah yeah which is why two gay fucking people. I don't. I don't yeah. know the end of this book. King's gonna die. Like I'm not sure, but I'm also like these chapters. I was like, oh, they're gonna kill. Someone's him. going down. They're just also I like everyone who talks to him is like, "Don't die, Leo." I'm like, "Oh, Leo's gonna die," and then it's gonna be sad. Um, but maybe he won't. I don't know. No spoilers, because I literally don't know. I am going to stay completely silent on the end of this book. Yes, you are. Oh my because god, he fucking dies. You don't... He also <laughs> might not. He might not. I would not tell you either way. That is fair. Um, yeah. Maybe both happen. Honestly, in this book... I don't know what that means, but... <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Like fucking Jason. Should've fucking yeah, died. Yeah, should've fucking died. I, he could have killed off, like, at least three of the seven. Maybe four. And me have been fine with it. <laughs> no. And, and uh, like, I understand why story-wise, like, like we just said, like, he doesn't have, like, a, like, Leo doesn't have a pair in this seven. And, like, he is getting these weird signals from every, like, outside character that he comes in contact with that's like one of you's gonna die and then they all just stare uncomfortably at Leo so like I understand like what is trying to be foreshadowed here and I understand why it like should be Leo because then they're all gonna be sad or whatever but like and nobody has to like they don't Rick doesn't have to lose a relationship um like a romantic relationship because of it but it's just still not Leo it is like a very weird thing where it's like Leo has a little plan and we don't know what that plan is yeah but this is Leo's POV, therefore we should know, know the plan. What the plan is. Yeah, that was kind of that felt so weird. I was like reading through it and I was like, did I miss something big? Yeah, it is very like <sighs> it was it's kind of it's a very weird writing choice on Rick's part mm-hmm. and not one that he can have been aware of. Yeah. But something that I really kept being like why why doesn't the reader know this plan because why is Leo's inner monologue this vague? Yeah. He he knows we're reading it. He's keeping those thoughts wrapped up tight. Please. It's for, I understand, like, it's for the point of suspense, but, like, why not have him say these things in someone else's POV chapter? Yeah. True. Sass moments? Yes. I have mine pulled up. Um, well, not pulled up, but, like, I... Okay, I pull up. Okay, I pull up. Um... Let's see if it loads. Yes, I have it. <clears throat> At the end of the hall stood a walnut door with a bronze plaque. Asclepius, MD, DMD, DME, DC, DVS, FAAN, OMG, EMT, TTYL, FRCP, MEIOU, ODOT, FARMD, um, BAMF, 
RN, PhD, Inc., and SMH. There may have been more acronyms in the list, but at that point, Leo's brain had exploded. It was very good. <laughs> I love love and information. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> um, mine is, Leo didn't usually think of the ukulele as a sad instrument. Pathetic, sure, but not sad. Yet the tune of Hollow's drums was so melancholy. <laughs> it just... <laughs> Total direct attack at you. I know. I don't really use the ukulele that much anymore, but I was a big, I was a big Twenty One Pilots fan in high school, <laughs> and we can delineate the rest. Mine is from the very beginning. Instantly, Leo's day got better. The whole crew sat on deck without a storm or a monster attack to worry about for the first time in days, and ate ice cream. Well, except for Frank, who was lactose intolerant. He got an apple. <laughs> he got an apple. That's so brutal. It's just like there are so many other like lac- lactose f- dairy free like <laughs> desserts. Ice. Yeah. Yeah. But like he got an apple. Is really apple. funny. It is. Um. Yeah. All right. Who are our offerings for this week? <sighs> Sorry, this big yawn. I don't know. I don't know either. I know who my vote off is going to be, but I don't know. I kind of just want to pour one out for Piper, just for... She's mentioned. <laughs> yeah, she, and does, she does she, a lot of the work, too. She, so she does... She carries. She does carry, so... It's not Bay chapter. And, like, love Leo, but, like... He's, like... I, I'm... He's got me on edge. I don't know what his plan is. <laughs> I don't. I just don't remember the end of the, this book that well. I don't know what the fuck he's planning, so well, I'm like very on edge. Oh, I'm gonna give one to Apollo. That's my godly parent, man. I gotta do that. Well, I'll give mine to Leo because I think he's gonna die yeah, at the end of this. <laughs> Maybe he won't. I'm crossing my fingers. Octavian. You're voting off Octavian. Yes. And I wanted to say it, so... I I think I gotta vote off Apollo. Aww. Like, I'm not holding it against yeah, him, but that. he did do bad enough that it deserves remark. But it only like deserves that. one. It only like, deserves one. Gonna... Toss it on Apo- Octavian. Octavian. Or Rick for the weird choice. <laughs> Octavian was just such a little... Uh, I'll give it to Octavian. Yay! He sucks Octavian so is carrying double the digits. votes off. He is double digits. Good for him. Um, he sucks. So, Actually, not good for him because he's a piece of shit. Continue. All right. That is all for this week. Join us next week where we'll be discussing... Chapters 37 through 40 through the theme of assurance. Ooh. Make sure to follow us on social media. We're at Return to Camp on every platform that matters. We also have a coffee account and a Redbubble store and a website. www.returntocamp.com. Um.